Hey guys, little programming note before we start the episode proper. Uh, the show's now going to be on Tuesdays. As you'll find out in this episode, I ended up making a new work schedule. That means I'm not going to be here on Sundays to actually edit the show and get it out. So it's going to be out on Tuesdays. I'm sorry, but... Anyways, I have no idea how to segue out of this, so welcome to me again. Week 43, Talk to People. And it was a pretty crazy week where I played an improvised game of D&D, I learned how to book wrestling, and I decided to plagiarize the most famous book in existence. And you'll hear all about it on this week's episode of Me Again, a self-help podcast about helping myself. Hey everybody, it's me again, and uh, guess who kind of realized, oh wow, I'm really depressed. <laughs> um, and not in the traditional I'm sad, but just my depression's kicking my ass, that's where I'm at. Um, because like, it's not that I'm sad, it's just that I'm very fatigued, and I also think I was sick. Also, it's Monday, I did not record on Sunday, and also, this is the first in the history of the show, I'm recording this before I recorded Saturday and finished the show, um, because I was supposed to do it yesterday, and I was sick, and I was sick today as well, I was fatigued, I had a really bad headache that kind of radiated from the base of my neck, stomach ache. Uh, a lot of stuff was wrong with me, and so last night I was sitting there like, okay, just let's just move it to tomorrow, let's just move it to tomorrow, and then I did, and then today happened, and I was another, I was, an, I, one thing, I was working on a new project, which I will talk about in a few minutes, but also, it's just, I was so out of it, I was so out of it, couldn't get the show finished, um, also, I'm still somehow trying to parse how I want the new studio to be, since I'm still having to work with this weird two-computer system, and do I want to work with that? Do I want to try to just do one computer and no longer use my cool little studio area, and no longer have a standing desk? Like, I don't know. Uh, there's a lot of questions running through my mind. I'm very confused. Uh, finances are hard right now. They're really tough. It's just, I'm going slightly insane. <laughs> so, um, there's not really much to talk about from yesterday. I, I looked at my things I'm grateful for, what I did that was awesome and all that, and I realized, like, oh, most of it's either boring, I either thing that I did that was not awesome was be sick, and the thing that I did to help myself was turn in early, which even that was kind of a pseudo lie, because I didn't get home till midnight. I just kind of sat there and watched YouTube videos for a while. Um, this, and then the thing I did that was awesome was literally the end of last week's episode. It's the fact that I edited the Hot Ones episode that me and Blake did. Although I did really like the way it turned out. I started editing and actually doing fun cuts and zoom-ins and stuff I don't usually do, so I liked that. Um, but let's get into today's four pillars of awesomeness, because the thing that I was grateful for today is the thing that I'm also grateful for, to, or yesterday is the thing that I'm grateful for today, and it's Davi Diggs. If you don't know him, he played Lafayette and uh, Thomas Jefferson in Hamilton. He is my favorite actor in Hamilton, 
In fact, whenever I try to do raps, like if, if basically whenever Hamilton comes on, I'm always like, I want David's role. And if I can't do that, I'll take Alexander. If not, I'll just keep working my way down. Uh, but I love David and I loved his raps in Hamilton a lot. And then he's also in the movie Blind Spotting, which I haven't seen, but I've seen clips from. And I love them a lot. Like, I love him as an actor because he's. He's somehow both excessively goofy and exceptionally serious. Um, And that I really relate to, a guy who uh, spends a lot of his time being goofy, so then when you're serious, you know it's serious. So I relate to him a lot on that level. Um, And so I've been watching a lot of videos of him lately, and then today... I started, and it might have been yesterday too, I started getting recommended on YouTube videos from this group called Clipping. And I clicked through and I realized why, and it's because it is a rap group that David is in. And it's exceptionally astounding. It is unlike any rap I have ever heard before. Because, like, I listened to, he did a rap for uh, Blind Spotting called Easy Come, Easy Go, and that is absolutely baller. He does a lot of freestyles in it, and all of those are great. Um, and so I started listening to clipping and like I said, it's unlike anything I've ever heard before. They do stuff that's some, somewhat horror core, depending on what you listen to. Cause like it's really gritty, grimy stuff and the beats behind it. Like, yes, David is amazing, but like the beats behind it are astounding because they're unlike anything you hear in modern hip hop. Because in modern hip hop, you'll get like a traditional beat, drum machine, stuff like that. They will sample the sounds of bullets. They sampled, in one song, it was the sound of an alarm going off, like a uh, wake-up alarm, and then as it went through, the alarm started to grow, and then they made, like, chords with an alarm, and it's so beautiful because it's blending this mixture of, like, this sounds like noise to this actually sounds like art, and I love it a lot. I love David a lot. I like jumping into the clipping universe now I I can't stop listening to it like usually on Mondays I'll go through and go on to Spotify and listen to my my recommended stuff nah today I was like David clipping nothing but that nothing but that and I'm also getting recommended some of his older stuff like there was one called oh I, I can't believe I forgot the name of it I'm so mad I'm so mad that I can't is it fresh from the block I think it's fresh from the block and that's that song got me because that song is actually kind of inspirational in a weird way, but really good. And I love it. I, I don't know why I've gotten really into my favorite hip hop is apparently either very aggressive, aggressive horrorcore like um, uh, Tech Nine. He does a lot of horrorcore stuff. Uh, it's either that or very political, which I'm not as a person that political, but stuff like The Coup. Um, who, oh God, Boots Riley leads them, the guy who did uh, Thank You for Calling. That's the name of the movie, isn't it? No, Sorry to Bother You, Sorry to Bother You. Um, and so somehow this is like the perfect blend of it because like there is some political stuff, there's some horrorcore stuff, there's also some great storytelling. So one of them, uh, the um, there's an album he just they just released in like 2019 called, wow, I just now realized how long I've been talking about David Diggs. Um, but they did an album in 2019 called There Existed an Addiction to Blood, I believe is the name of the album. And it is amazing horrorcore, and like David raps it in second person so you get to feel the experience of like going through these almost like horror movie scenarios they put you through, and it's really cool. I love it a lot. Uh, so yeah, David Diggs is what I'm grateful for today. I love that 
man. He's so goofy, but also so, so, so good. Um, now, how, what did I do today that is awesome? And it's start work on my other new podcast, because apparently now I'm going to do five billion of them. Um, but for those of you who don't keep up with the news about J.K. Rowling, the author of the Harry Potter series, she's kind of the worst. Um, she's very anti-trans, and a lot of my best friends, like, best friends are trans, and so I'm like, I hate that. But also, there's a part of me that loves the universe of Harry Potter. Like, I, before I had even read the books, I fell in love with the universe of Harry Potter because I worked at Universal, so I always got to go to Harry Potter World. I got to have my own wand built for me. I got to have um, my house picked out. I'm a proud Slytherin. I love being a Slytherin. Like, I love that attitude, and I love that entire universe. And when it comes out that, hey, this person's an idiot, and an and absolutely terrible person, it kind of hurts because I don't want to support that. I don't want to support a person who does that. Like the other day I walked in and Emily was watching, I think it was Deathly Hallows, and I was like put off by it because I was like, oh no, she's getting money for this. And so I realized like, why not, <laughs> and this is how Scotty's brain works, why not just redo Harry Potter? And so that's what I'm doing. I'm going to essentially rewrite all seven books of Harry Potter, fully improvised, and, uh, well, not fully improvised, but it's going to be a podcast, and so I've renamed all of the Harry Potter characters, I've renamed all of the houses, I've renamed all of the locations, and that's what I did today, was sit down and be like, not, and I want it to be goofy. I want it to be very much a, everyone aware, like, oh, he's telling Harry Potter, but his own. So, like, Harry's new name is, like, Sammy Magic, and the first series is going to be Sammy Magic and the Big Cool Rock. And so, like, there is an element of goofiness to it, but also I do want to go through, and uh, like I said, when I do something goofy, I want to put in seriousness, so that way, once that seriousness hits, it hits a lot harder. And so... I am going to have goofy moments, but also, like, in the first episode I'm going to release, that's all about, in the books, it's all about Harry having to deal with his abusive aunt and uncle, the Dursleys. In my version, I, I that always, di that didn't sit well with me, that, like, they, he's been with them for 13 years, surely they would have found a way to dump him off. Um, easily, like they could have just ignored the fact that there was a baby on their doorstep because, yo, Dumbledore, how the hell do you, why? Why would you do that? That's not how you give babies to people. Um, so, uh, I'm gonna rewrite that to actually have the Dursleys be a bit more kind to Harry, but the thing is, like, Harry's magical abilities kind of force them to take a step back and be like, are we providing the right kind of house for him? He's like, so yes, there is going to still be a lot of goofy kid antics in it, but also there's going to be more serious stuff. And then also, uh, I'm going to take things people have had trouble with in the past with Harry Potter and change it. So a lot of people have said there's not enough representation in it. So I'm going to, uh, change the characters to provide that representation. I'm also going to take any of the negative representation in the past, uh, i.e. the fact that the bankers were all stereotypical. Jews and change that to be like, no, just normal people work at the bank. <laughs> it doesn't need to be this, you horrible person. And then uh, I'm going to, whenever we get to Cho Chang, I'm 
gonna deal with that can of worms by giving her a normal sounding name and not some racist Chinese verbiage. So, um, I'm, I'm excited for it. I'm gonna be talking with a lot of people on what I need to do with it because essentially what I'm going to do is write down a a breakdown of like okay in this episode we're going to talk about uh, we're going to go all the way from when Harry was dropped on their doorstep up until Hagrid who I believe in the new version is just called the bear up until the bear comes and tells them that he's a wizard so I'm going to I'm going to know where I'm going I'm just going to improv along the way but I'm also going to be talking to people uh, like uh, trans people, people of color, uh, people who are fans of Harry Potter, like my Emily. Emily loves Harry Potter, so I told her about this, and I was like, I'm going to need your help, and I'm going to ask people, like, what do you want to see in a new Harry Potter? What would you like to be be changed? And, of course, for Emily, she was just like, don't kill Dobby. I'm like, okay, that's not... Okay, sure, maybe, but, like, I'm more trying to make it a more welcoming, inclusive thing. And I'm I'm so excited because any of the merch revenue we're gonna be donating to uh, different trans uh, d- trans charities and stuff like that. So I'm very excited for it uh, because, like I said, I love Harry Potter and I don't want the fact that an idiot wrote it to make it go away. Instead, we're just gonna make our own new thing that's still. So now I'm very excited because that means in the future people might be saying, "Hey, we're going to Sammy Magic World at Universal Studios." <laughs> Um, but what did I do that was not awesome today? And I, like I said, I was still sick, so I ended up sleeping entirely too long. I think me and Ripley was laid down for a nap at like 1.30, and luckily she slept long enough for Emily to come home, and then Emily took her. And then I just slept till like 5, 5.30. And that sucked because I had stuff to do today. Like, I was supposed to guest on a podcast, and I hadn't messaged them, so I hadn't confirmed the date. But also, like, they're, they've not been on Twitter lately. So, like, uh-oh, lost that shot. So I lost that opportunity to go onto a podcast that I was really pumped for. And I understand, like, a part of me is like, well, you were helping yourself because you were very sick and you were tired. And then when you woke up, you felt fine. And... That's one thing, but also it sucks to have to do that because I wanted to go write more Sammy Magic stuff. I wanted to get me again edited, but I don't know. Being sick sucks. Uh, I love that I talked for like five hours about David Diggs and Sammy Magic and his big, cool magic rock. And then once it comes to what I did that wasn't awesome, I was like, oh, I was sick. Whatever. Um, now, how did I help myself today? And it's... Uh, twofold, two things. Uh, one, Emily has been really stressed lately, and she hasn't told me anything. So she she tells tells me base level. She's like, oh, it's finances, and uh, I'm dealing with some like physical stuff because she's been sick lately as well, and some emotional stuff. And I understand she doesn't want to open up yet. That's fine. Um, but then I looked at our finances today and realized, oh, we were supposed to have XXX amount of money. And we don't. We've got, like, negative XXX amount of money. That's not good. And so uh, one of the things I did to help myself was give Emily enough, or move enough money to Emily's bank account because she handles the bills, move enough stuff to her bank account to cover us for the next couple of weeks. Um, but in that, I then realized, oh, no, I was supposed to have XXX amount of dollars, and I definitely do not. And my plan to last until September is becoming closer and closer of a reality 
and that fact of, oh no, I've yet to start making enough dosh off of podcasting is uh, creeping up more and more as a scary reality. And so I started applying for jobs, but jobs in the podcasting field. I think I applied for one literally with iHeartMedia. I said straight up, like, I've been doing this for four plus years. Let's go. Trust in me. Believe in me. I can make your stuff great. Uh, So I did that. There was another company that was based out of Nashville that I auditioned for. Not auditioned. That's how... that theater mind. That's how I think. Uh, The most buck wild one I did though was I submitted two separate applications to work as a writer for WWE. (laughs) And uh, look, I know from my mind, I was like, I could probably work for WWE. But then I looked at the requirements and they're like, you had to have gone to college for this. We recommend that you have written for television for five plus years. And I'm like, nobody who's written for like, uh, written for like Game of Thrones wants to then go work for WWE. You need to look for people who like to write for wrestling. And that's something I like a lot. And so I literally, in the application, they go, have you written for episodic television? And I said, yes. And then they said, explain further. And I went, oh, no. So I said, well, not technically television, but I've written wrestling for three years. Um, And then they said, why would you like to work for us? And I was like, because the writers are the most important part. You wouldn't have some of the great moments in wrestling history if the writing and the storylines hadn't built it up. One of them I legitimately just cut a promo on WWE. I was like, you need somebody. You need somebody who knows your past and can use that to direct you to a better future. You need somebody who's willing to make an audience get out of their seats and cheer when somebody wins. You need me. (laughs) I went full wrestle promo on it. I was very, very happy about it. Um, But at the end of the day, those are two that I'm like, Maybe, but I'm not expecting to hear back from. But I am continuing to look at podcasting gigs. Um, I don't know. Uh, I It's sad because I know I am going to have to get a job. I know that podcasting, even working my ass off, won't pay your bills as much as I wish they would. Uh, so that kind of sucks. But for now, I'm going to go inside, uh, get myself a little bit of rest, and hopefully wake up at a normal time tomorrow. And I will see you guys tomorrow. It's me again, and it was actually a very good day, and that makes me happy uh, to actually have a good day. Uh, Also because Emily said we don't have to go camping, which made me very, very happy. And also, I realized something that Ripley and I both love that we can watch together, and it's Hamilton. I don't know why the baby loves Hamilton, but the baby loves Hamilton so much! Because this morning I woke up around 5, well, Ripley woke me up at 5, and I reached this moment where I realized, oh no, I'm either about to fall asleep and sleep in till 1, because I didn't get to bed till late last night. I was like, I'm either going to sleep till 1 in the afternoon, or I could find some way to stay awake. Um, and I did that by turning on Hamilton and Ripley stared and was like jumping up and down and excited about the music and was clapping. And it was so bizarre seeing how into Hamilton that baby was. So 
That was very, very cool. Now, what? Uh, let's get into the four pillars of awesomeness. Number one, what am I grateful for today? And I guess Emily and all my friends, just like all my connections, because I'm grateful for Emily because she said we don't have to go camping, and also because she wanted to listen to my stuff. Um, I know that's weird. Like I, I, but it always bugs me when I've got like people who are close to me and they're like, "Oh, I don't listen to your shows." I'm like, "Yeah, but you're like my." best friend. Like, why don't you listen to the stuff I do? Um, unless it's Blake, in which case I'm like, you're on it. So I understand. So Emily this morning was like, I'm bored. What should I listen to? Me again's not been uploaded. What should I listen to instead? And I was like, uh, BS is up and that one was fun or check out this, check out that. And she didn't. It made me happy. And then me, uh, Gazi, Gaster, all of our fans hung out and watched the BS versus Hot Ones episode tonight. And it was really fun just chatting along with them and seeing how they reacted to certain things, asking them, like, what hot sauce do you think we're going to mess up on? And it was just a really good day. I've realized that the days where I connect with a lot of people are the days I feel happy. And, uh, yeah, I think I need to find a way to connect to more people. Now, what did I do that was awesome? And it's play Dungeons and Dragons without expecting to play Dungeons and Dragons. Me and Blake had a surprise, we're playing D&D episode of BS tonight, because Blake was started to talk and he was like, uh, well, why don't we do something akin to like a, a movie about Candyland or about King Candy is evil? And so I said, because uh, he kept talking about games, and I said, I was afraid that you were going to suggest an improv D&D campaign. And he goes, oh, we should definitely do that. And then for the next two hours, me and him crafted this fully improvised D&D campaign that's still not done. We have to finish it next week, but... It was so fun getting to see the stuff I could pull off. Like, I made a, a, I found literally a character sheet randomizer. Like, it randomized my stats, it randomized my spells, and even with that randomized stuff and not getting the spells that I wanted, I was still able to pull off some ridiculous stuff. Like, I tamed a dragon, and there was, um, there was this moment where there was this evil candy castle. It was a licorice castle being taken over by King Candy's, uh, army, which I believe we named, like, the Wonka people, because it had Oompa Loompas, nerds, and runts in it. And so we were like, how are we gonna destroy them? Because there were so many troops that I'm like, there's no way we could defeat them, just me and Blake's character. And so I, we found a dragon, got into this epic battle with an evil demon dragon, and then I cast, oh god, what was it? I, I cast something that forced the dragon to be f uh, afraid, and so that meant that the dragon wasn't able to move. All he could do was, I think he cast, like, Ice Breath on Blake's character, and Blake luckily avoided it, and then I got in the dragon's face and was like, hey, you made a mistake, go clean up your mess, and so then me and Blake's character rode the dragon to the castle, and then we just d dominated all of King Candy's troops, it's really fun, you need to check it out, I loved it so much, it reminded me of why I love D&D, because I don't get to play it a lot, because I don't have many friends who like to play D&D outside of, like, Blake, and so I, I liked getting to play it tonight with him, even if it was a two-person, very improvised uh, campaign. Now, what did I do that was not awesome? And it was feel like crap. Um, and I know that's very vague to say, but I also kind of isolated why I felt like crap. 
And it was because of eating uh, slightly unhealthily. I had like four pieces of fried chicken, uh, like chicken tenders, and uh, two big pieces of corn, which is a very carb-heavy meal. I know it still has protein, but after I ate it, I just got so depressed, and I immediately went into my phone. And what triggered it was bizarre, because what triggered it was this realization, because, by the way, I know I said I was at an apex of I could sleep, or I could sleep till one, or I could stay awake. By the way, when I got to the office, I literally fell asleep there until one. So, yeah, that wasn't good, but uh, the thing that started my little depression spiral was I realized, like, oh, no, tomorrow I have to take care of Ripley in the morning, and then I have to go to the office and edit, and then I went down this spiral of oh no, it all feels the same, it feels the same, oh no, oh no, and I got, I got really scared, and so I guess that's kind of why I was grateful to get to do that D&D campaign, because it really broke up the monotony, and reminded me like, oh wait a minute, I create, I, I create what I put out, meaning I can do whatever I want, if and I, I understand, like, I have to put out a kind of consistent product. Me, I can't randomly do an episode of Me Again that's uh, a, a bad movie review podcast. Like, I have to put out what the show is. But outside of that, I can do whatever I want with my content. And so it made me really, really happy. Um, also, um, but also I actually had someone contact me, a wrestler interested in coming on my podcast. So that's another thing I was grateful for today, but we're talking about what wasn't awesome. And like I said, depression spiral, things starting to feel samey. And, uh, but I did do one thing to help myself and that is Google. Hey, why do I feel? Cause it happens a lot. Like, when I eat big, carby meals, I will either pass out or get really sluggish and really depressed. And so I looked it up, and they're like, oh, yeah, processed foods will kill you. Processed foods, um, like sodas, stuff like that, they will really take you down that spiral. And obviously, in the past, I hadn't dealt with it because my body was able to process it faster. But now that I'm getting older, it's not processing it as well, so... I've got to make dietary changes, which we've all known Scotty's needed to do for a very long time. Scotty just don't like to listen. Um, but that's one thing I did to help myself. And then the other thing that I did to help myself was cleaning the office and changing the entire layout of my office because it's been hard to record lately because I was like, oh no, I've got to set up the laptop again and I've got to drag all this stuff out. And so today I just said, well, why don't we make it easy and and change it? And so now I've moved my entire... It sucks because I finally had gotten my stream set up to the way I like it to be. Um, but then I realized, like, well, we're not streaming video anymore. We're only streaming audio-based. And I rarely do anything on video outside of streaming BS and streaming Fight Boys, which we're also not streaming that anymore. And so I moved everything over to my desk. I took it down. So now my room feels so much more open because there's not this giant tripod with this ma- massive microphone and uh, noise gate in the front of it. So, like, the room feels really open and that excites me um so I'm actually going to get in there tomorrow and hopefully clean out the floor I also set up my keyboard which is something that I've always wanted to learn I've always wanted to learn how to play piano because 
I love faking playing piano. <laughs> it's one of my favorite things in the world. It's uh, it's a here's a pro tip, and my buddy uh, Joseph, aka Bowdy, taught me this in college. But if you ever want to pretend like you're good at piano, just play the black keys. Specifically, if you're playing like a big piano, press down on the center pedal and just play the black keys, and and, and it'll sound beautiful. It's like a harp. It'll sound pretty no matter what. And so I'm good at faking being good at piano, but I actually want to learn it. Um, I need to find an app or something where I can like practice 10, 15 minutes a day on it. Um, because I do want to be good. Because like I can, I'm reasonably decent with a guitar. I know how to form most chords. Uh, I just need better music theory. But I think I'd much rather learn piano because piano don't hurt my fingers uh but yeah I want to get back into music a lot more so I'm happy I set up that keyboard um I'm happy I have like so much more open space in my room we've got this old table downstairs that actually has stools underneath it and I'm contemplating rolling that up to my room and putting it down and like having a nice little casual area over in the corner where I can rest and if I have people come over to record with me they can hang out there I'm just really excited about it. The office looks brand new, and it's only going to get better from here. But for now, I'm going to go inside, and I'm going to get some rest, and I will see you guys tomorrow. Hey, everybody. It's me again, and I actually had a pretty good day, despite it starting off very, very stressful. But that's something we'll get to in a few. But I found a new thing I want to make on my 3D printer. I got to have a good time with Blake. And I got to have a fun guest spot on a podcast. And we'll talk about it in the four pillars of awesomeness. Because it was a good day, but it was a very fast day. And it kind of blows my mind that we're already at Thursday. I'm, I'm very much like, whoa, wait, what? Um, but number one, what am I grateful for? And it's for people being excited about stuff I create. And I know that sounds a little egotistical, and in some way it is, but like, as someone who's been creating for four years and rarely gets feedback, it makes me excited. Like, today, I went to a bunch of different discords that I'm members of and basically said, hey, if you have any ideas for, a, like, a one-shot podcast idea, like a one-off episode, let me know because I want to start getting ready to release episodes of Goshapod. And so I asked a bunch of people, and they were all like, this is actually really exciting. I got a lot of really great ideas. And so I was excited about that. There's a, um, a guy, he appeared on Fight Boys a long time ago. He was actually the only interview guest we've ever had, and it made us quickly realize, I don't think we're good at interviews. Uh He's, and I think I talked about it on the show, but he's messaged me numerous times and been really excited about possibly coming on the show. And I was like, hey, there's numerous options whenever you want to. And he goes, I'm definitely going to check it out. Um, and then, like, there are wrestlers who I tweeted today saying, like, oh, yeah, you were in our latest episode of JXT. And I don't know if they watched, but they liked the tweet. And I just, I love getting feedback. I love hearing from people. I, like, and uh, another thing, tonight, like, I guested on uh, Breaking the Panel, which is a lot of the guys behind the DragonCon Digital Media Tracks Discord and just DragonCon's Digital Media Track as a whole. It's their show. And afterwards, they messaged me like, hey, man, thanks for coming on. It meant a lot. Uh, I hope you enjoyed it. And that, in fact, I probably need to go into my podcast 
hosting guest do's and don'ts and say, do thank your guest afterwards, because that was actually a really nice thing. They didn't have to do it, uh, but they did. Um, And then I just like having friends to talk to. Uh, This morning, I talked to one of my friends um, because I, I kind of, I'm kind of having like a gender identity thing. Cause, uh, for a while I thought I might be non-binary and then it sounds weird, but I was like, well, I don't dress in skirts a lot and I don't act particularly feminine and I don't, I, I'm too lazy to wear makeup. So maybe I'm masculine. And then today I thought about it and went like, no, I think I am. I think I am because everything I read was like non-binary does not mean someone who acts like a man and a woman. It means that you are your own thing, basically, and that you cherry pick from uh, specific gender roles. But uh, you as a person don't feel like either of those gender roles very much stick to you. And I went, oh, and I just realized I'm somewhat coming out right now on the podcast. So that's fun. Uh, but I think I'm non-binary. I think I might be, cause at first I was like, I think I might be gender fluid. And then I realized like, no, because that sticks into the binary too much. And that's not what I am. Um, and so yeah, I think I'm non-binary and talking to one of my friends today really helped me realize that and realize like, a lot of the crap that I was thinking, which is, oh, I don't show off that I'm envy. I don't do enough to show it off. I don't have enough social proof. And I talked to them and I was like, do you ever get like imposter syndrome? Like you don't feel like you're doing enough. And they went absolutely every single day. And I said, oh, wow. Oh, okay. Um, also another thing I'm grateful for, and, uh, this is a little petty, but the adventure zone, which is my favorite podcast. I've talked about on this show ad-, ad nauseum is possibly getting a animated series. And I read something today that said that the McElroys who created the adventure zone don't particularly want to be voicing the characters. At which point I said, oh, so one of my first episodes of Gashapod is going to be a parody of their podcast, The McElroy Brothers Will Be in Trolls World Tour, except it's going to be Scotty Moore is going to be in the Taz animated series, and uh, that's going to be very fun. Now, what did I do that's awesome? And it's actually gets, uh, it's actually going to be a gift for Blake, but it was a gift to me because he sent me something that I actually have wanted to make in on my 3D printer for a while, and finally he gave me the impetus to do it, because he, he literally, I, I woke up to a message saying, how much would it be to make this? And it's a dice tower for Dungeons & Dragons, um, which, if you don't play D&D, a dice tower is essentially this, uh, it is a tower, and you drop your dice into it, and it mixes it up, because, and it mixes it up, and mangles it, and so that way, it is fully randomized by the time it comes out, because apparently some people are like, I don't trust my hands, so I'm gonna leave it fully up to gravity and to fate, and so Blake sent me this really cool one that's actually collapsible, and, uh, I started working on it tonight, and I'm really excited for the way it's gonna turn out, um, I'm actually, hopefully, if I have enough filament left, gonna make one for me, too, and the way, it's gonna be so gorgeous, because the base of it is going to be gold, and all the pieces that collapse in are going to be the wood, uh, filament that I got, so it's gonna be nice and wood, and I'm gonna try to get, like, a a dark mahogany kind of stain on it to make it really dark, and uh, I'm gonna do that, and then I'm hopefully gonna make one for me too and I can't wait to see how it turns out I am a little scared 
Uh, I'm like not that scared because I've left the printer on overnight before and it turned out fine, so I should be good. But uh, yeah, I'm, I, I, there's an overnight print that's happening right now, and I'm a little nervous about it. But otherwise, I'm really excited because this is the first print I've ever had to do that. Uh, if it messed up, I, there's going to be consequences. It's going to be, oh no, I made Blake sad and I don't want to make Blake sad. Um, now what wasn't awesome today? What did I do that wasn't awesome? And it's just have a very rough morning because Ripley was sick this morning and we don't know with what we think she might be teething and that's what it was. But like, she was bawling, and I'm grateful for the fact that I'm now at a point where I can tell the difference between when Ripley's crying for attention and when she's crying because she's in pain, but that also sucks because that means I have to listen to her crying in pain, and that's what she was all morning was crying in pain until finally I managed to get a little bit of food in her, and she relaxed and managed to go to sleep, and she took a very long nap, woke up, and uh, luckily I guess the pain had subsided at that point, and then me and her hung out and she, I was about to say drank prune juice, but she drank prune juice. I didn't because also we thought she was constipated, which she might have been, but who knows. Um, but yeah, that's rough. It's always rough when your baby doesn't feel good. And like, I still don't, I'm, I'm still not in a mental state yet where I can calmly be like, it's okay, baby. You're going to get through this. You're okay. It's just now it's still just like your stress is making me stressed. Please calm down, baby. Please, please calm down, baby. Please. Um, now, finally, how did I help myself today? And it is by um, by being myself. And I know that sounds weird. Um, but A, like I said, talk, figuring out gender stuff, which once again, I'm still not positive on. I think I am. All signs point to yes in that situation. Um, but that's one thing. But the other thing is being myself when recording Breaking the Panel, uh, which is the podcast I appeared on tonight. Because that was the most chaotic energy I've ever gotten to bring to a podcast, and it made me so happy. And I love it because Charles, the main host of the show, very much knows, oh, Scotty is chaotic energy, let's let Scotty be Scotty. And so I was, and for like, uh, and it was weird because yes, I did bring chaotic energy, but also I talked about stuff that meant a lot to me. I talked about growing up watching Mystery Science Theater. I talked about some of the exciting things that's, that's happened in wrestling because we did a segment on wrestling because obviously I was on it, and they said, you know, it's weird that no one's in the audience, right? And I was like, oh, no, 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 they put wrestlers in the audience, and in fact, it's led to some amazing stuff, like The Undertaker, and then I had to explain the Firefly Funhouse match at WrestleMania, which I'm not going to explain here, just go watch it if you're interested, because it's buck wild crazy, and I just, like, got to be this little ball of chaos which is my favorite thing to be. Um, in fact, that might be my gender identity. My gender identity is a ball of chaos. Um, but yeah, it was a really good time. I had a lot of fun today outside of Ripley not feeling well. Um, and that sucked, but luckily she took a nap and felt better later. Hopefully she's going to feel better tomorrow. Hopefully we can get some good teething rings in for her. I'm just, I'm really excited. I'm, I'm really excited for this next week because... Me and Emily are going to start working on that Harry Potter 
quote-unquote ripoff I'm doing. I'm going to start working on Gashapod stuff. And there's just a lot of stuff coming up in the next week that I'm excited for. We're going to do like this whole weekend record of JXT, which I always love recording JXT because it allows me to let loose and get a little crazy. And yeah, it's just going to be a fun couple of days. And I'm really excited about it. And I will talk to you about it when I see you guys tomorrow. Hey everybody, it's me again. And I'm gonna try to do this fast because I'm very tired. Also, um, it's Friday, didn't record yesterday because, let me put it this way, uh, it's now two in the morning and I'm just now getting home. I didn't get home until about three yesterday because I was staying up making a very cool 3D print, which was actually really cool. I made a, uh, a, a toilet roll holder for our bathroom because we didn't have one. We kind of just like left it on the shelf. So I found a really cool design that's got a dragon on top of it, and I like it a lot. So stayed up really late making that, and uh, it led to one of the things I did today that wasn't awesome, but I'm going to try to get through all of this as fast as possible, and I'm going to try to cover two days in this time. So, number one, what am I grateful for today and yesterday? Uh, yesterday, I was very grateful for Drawfee, and I think I've talked about them on the show before, but they're one of my favorite YouTube channels. They're a... Uh, they just draw like that's the it kind of it, it says what it, it does what it says on the tin there and uh, they're old they used to be employees of college humor and they used to be their illustrators and one day they just said hey can we just do a video of us drawing for like a Facebook thing and the college humor said yeah and let them do it and since then it's grown so much like they do a and d series where part of it is that they have to draw something to uh, reach the next step in the D&D campaign they do a series called Drawtectives where they're trying to solve a murder mystery but they also have to make drawings to make sure everyone gives them the answers that they want it's all very very cool and I love them a lot and they are insanely hilarious they're insanely great um, and I fall asleep to them like there's it, it's sometimes I have to fall asleep listening to ASMR sometimes it's Monster Factory lately it's been I've been on a really big drawfee kick uh, and then today what was awesome is actually something that's really inspiring me and it's the Adam Books series of videos on YouTube where Adam oh I wish I could remember what Adam it was because he used to work for what culture and there are like 50 Adams and it's not is it Blompier? I think it is Adam Blompier. Uh, he, uh, he basically looks at moments in WWE history that pretty much suck and goes, okay, this is how I would book it. And I love watching it because I love hearing someone else talk about, like, how they would tell certain stories. It inspires me to tell my stories in different ways. Like he, I watched one today where he was talking about, and I know this is, if you don't watch wrestling, this is nothing, but uh, when Dean Ambrose turned heel, when he became a bad guy, um, it was right after one of his former partners, Roman Reigns, came out and said that he was diagnosed with leukemia and he couldn't appear on TV anymore. And literally on the exact same show, Dean turned heel. He attacked his tag team partner and instead of that becoming like this very raw emotional storyline about grief and grieving, it became really, really goofy and Dean dressed up like Bane for a while there and it was bad. So I, I liked watching him retell it in his own way and inspired me to maybe do something like that that's similar in the future. It also affected how I want to make JWF. Uh, so it, yeah, I love Adam Books. Uh, now what did I do that was awesome? 
yesterday it was I started work on the Sammy Magic series, which I think I've talked about on the show a little bit. It's basically where I'm plagiarizing the most famous book of all time, Harry Potter. Uh, And so I started actually writing down what I want to happen in each episode, in each chapter, fleshing out the world a bit more, seeing what I wanted to change in it, what I wanted to pay tribute to. Because I also do want to pay tribute to Harry Potter fan artists and fan creations. Um, I've talked on the show before about GB ASMR. One of my favorite videos she did was as a I think she was like a quarter goblin, a quarter witch, a quarter, uh, there was something else, um, and I want to pay tribute to that character, and I'm actually putting her in Sammy Magic, uh, and I, I love going through it and writing it and seeing basically how would I tell the same story, because it's interesting, even though I'm still going to try to hit the exact same plot points, it's interesting to see how differently I want to tell it, even though it is still roughly the same story. Now, what did I do today that was awesome? And for one, I started making some more three... Basically, at this point, I'm trying to get rid of my gold filament in my 3D printer so I could put in a new roll. So I made, uh, like I said, the toilet roll holder yesterday. I made a... If you guys play Fallout, I made a vault door, but it's a coaster. So I made one of those. I'm actually... When I get in uh, get in the house, I'm actually going to age it and make it look really weathered and really cool. Um, but yeah, I'm making a lot of stuff. I'm actually making another vault door uh, right now. Hopefully my 3D printer don't mess up, but I'm just trying to get rid of filament, and I'm making lots of cool stuff because of that. Uh, And then also, I'm really excited because me and Blake are getting a lot more serious when it comes to JXT, which is the developmental territory of JWF. And so tonight we recorded like three episodes in a row, and the whole time we were sitting there like okay, this character needs to be built up. We need to do this. We need to do... Like, we're talking about the future of it and seeing what we can create out of this goofy little thing we've made. And it made me really, really happy. Uh, Now, what did I do that was not awesome? And one, I had pizza today and it wasn't good. Uh, Another thing that wasn't awesome today was the fact that Emily was really sick. Um, Basically, she got acid reflux and was coughing up a lot. And I had to leave. I had to go record JEXT. So tomorrow, because we were going to record a lot of it tomorrow. We're going to just like batch record. And instead we split it up because I want to spend some time with Emily tomorrow. And so I had to leave, but that sucked because I was like, I know you feel like death and I'm so sorry, baby. Um, But the real thing for yesterday and today is... I've been so tired. Like, I was insanely tired yesterday to a point where um, I got to the office, I brought Ripley in, and we were all hanging out, and then I just, like, passed out. I was, like, looked at my mom, like, hey, can I just go to y'all's bedroom and fall asleep? And then I fell asleep until, like, probably 12, 31, and then I was just tired for the rest of the day. I wasn't able to do anything. When I got home, I wasn't able to hang out around the house. I just kind of laid there and watched Drawfee on my phone. I was exceptionally tired. Um, And that kind of played into today because in addition to eating unhealthily and having to leave Emily when she was sick, I also slept in till 2.30, which is insane. I mean, I went to bed at like 4 because I was hungry, so I had to eat after I got home at 3. So I ended up going to bed at like 4. So it's still like 10 hours of sleep. And it was bad because, like, I woke up and Ripley was next to me. So I said, oh, certainly it's not that late. 
because Ripley's still here. Emily would have gotten her. No, apparently Emily put Ripley back in there after Ripley went and took a nap. So, ooh, cool. I slept in really, really late. So, that sucked. I just don't like being tired. I'm so tired lately, and I know it is also because, like, my I've got a poor diet. I know it's because, like, I got extra weight on me, but, like, I hate it. And you'd think that'd motivate me to make lifestyle changes, but I, you, I'm so hard-headed. Uh, finally, how did I help myself? And uh, today it was by pushing through because we recorded Fight Boys last night and I don't know what it was, but we were talking over each other a lot and Blake's audio was messed up because uh, his Blue Yeti was still set at, a, at the wrong volume level, essentially. Um, and so... I, I I remember looking at the mound of editing in front of me and I just said, I can't do this and I don't want to do this because it was so far beyond. Usually what I'll do when I edit is just listen to it and as I go through, be like, mm, that noise is weird, cut it out, that's weird, cut it out. I could not do that with this. I literally had to go through, listen to each audio track individually cut and then go back because there were so many weird things but I still I persevered I pushed through something that usually takes me one hour took me like three but I don't care because Fight Boys is uploaded and it's ready for people to be listened to Um, but the main thing I did to help myself is actually what I did yesterday because after I got done writing Sammy Magic I said why don't we look at something because also me and Blake decided to change up the way we record because uh, at this point we record just about every single night and it's arduous uh, to say the least so what we decided to do instead was to batch record so once a month we're just going to get together and batch record JXT batch record developmentally unstable batch record like all of this video game stuff once a month and then I can just edit it and have it ready to go for the rest of the month Um, And then once a month, we're going to do all the Patreon stuff. I'm going to go to his house and we'll record you paid for this and us reacting to stuff. And if we want to do stuff for YouTube, we do that there. And that meant all that we'd have to do during the week is BS, Fight Boys. um, And I think that's really it that Blake would be involved in. And then, of course, I would have Opposite Attractions, um, Gotcha Pod, whenever I start making it, and Sammy Magic. But realizing, oh, wow, I don't need to do this as much allowed me to change my schedule quite a bit to a point where I now have a three-day weekend. I'm off Friday, I'm off Saturday, and I'm off Sunday. Uh, Of course, Friday will be weird because sometimes I'll have to edit Fight Boys, but um, it was really rewarding to be able to look and see, like, oh, I'm able to take all of this stuff and actually consolidate it and move it together. And, um, and also it made my days or my weeks feel more unique because I went through and I was like, Oh, I'm going to record a certain thing, a certain week. And it made every single week change as opposed to now where it kind of felt like all of the same thing over and over again. I mean, I was talking last week about having that problem of sameness Actually, that might have been this week. I don't know. All the days feel the same. Um, But this would make all the days feel different and all the weeks feel different because I'll have one week that's going to be really focused on all of the wrestling video game stuff. I'm going to have one week that's focused on recording me again stuff. I'm going to have weeks that are focused on completely different things, and that excites me a lot. And also it excites me because... 
Um, I, I think I counted and it, I had like a 30 hour work week. And what makes me happy about that is the fact that that means I got 10 more hours in me, baby, to still make this a full, if I want to make this a full time job, I still got 10 more hours, which means like three more podcasts I can throw in there. I'm an absolute psychopath. Uh, but yeah, oh well, I actually did all of that in a pretty normal time. I covered the whole week pretty well. Not whole week, whole past two days. Anyways, uh, I'm now gonna go inside, work on this toaster, and then get some sleep. And I will see you guys tomorrow. Hey everybody, it's me again, and, uh, it's not Saturday, but I'm gonna tell you about Saturday because it was a day. It wasn't a good day, it was not a bad day, it was just a weird day, for lack of a better term. Um, it consisted of getting to hang out with Emily and recording with Blake. It was basically a recipe for a very good day, and then just weird things happen. But we'll talk about it in the four pillars of awesomeness. Number one, what am I grateful for? And today, it's movies. I am very grateful. Like, uh, tonight we got to watch... Palm Springs, which is the new Lonely Island movie. Andy Samberg is in it, and I love Andy Samberg. The cast is amazing. It's essentially Groundhog's Day if it was a romantic comedy, and it was amazing. And then after that, we watched Guns Akimbo with Daniel Radcliffe, and it quickly shot up to becoming one of my favorite uh, action movies of all time. I fell in love with it. It was awesome. Also, I'm grateful for the fact that I got to do my hair tonight. Uh, we re-bleached it. Emily apparently didn't read the part on the bleach packet that said keep the bleach one quarter of an inch away from the scalp, though, because my scalp is burnt. It is crispy. Uh, so, that's what I'm grateful for. What did I do that was awesome? Um, mostly just record with Blake. Like I said, we recorded Friday night, and then we kept going Saturday morning. And I really like getting to do that storytelling of JXT long form, as opposed to in the past where we've had to divide it up. We didn't really have to... We we kind of had to try to remember what happened two weeks ago and stuff like that. I like it this way where we just tell the full story we want to tell, get it out of the way, and then move on to the next thing. And I'm really happy about that. Um, now, what wasn't awesome today? And I know I'm kind of hurrying through this, but also... It's Tuesday. No, it's Monday. God, what is today? It's Monday, yes. And I don't remember Saturday that much. Um, but the thing that wasn't awesome was Emily came home, and Emily was... She didn't say it. I found this out on Sunday, which you will hear about next time on me again. Um, but she came in, and I was, like, half asleep, and she just plopped on the bed said, What are you doing? You ready to watch the movie? At which point, I was dumbfounded because I was like, wait, what, what, what movie? I don't, what do you mean? What you talking about, dog? And finally, she's like, I thought we were going to watch Get Smart. And I went, well, you never said that. She's like, yeah, I told you a week and a half ago. And I'm like, no, that's not how this works. You can't just say it. A half a week ago, you made a plan. And now I just want to, like... I believe the way I described it to her is, like, that's like walking into a room and being like, yo, you ready to eat a hot pepper? It's like, I would be if you gave me time to plan, but I didn't have time. Um, and then I told her I had already eaten because I was starving because I hadn't eaten all day. And so she got upset and she left. And uh, it was an awkward moment, for lack of a better word, because I was like, 
All I did was I said I didn't eat, and we ended up talking about that, but once again, that's next week's episode you'll have to tune into. Um, But I I will say the way I ended up helping myself, and yes, I know I am kind of blowing through Saturday, but there's just not that much to talk about. The way I helped myself, though, was I, I ended up freaking out as well, because I'm like, oh no, I've ruined this night, because I didn't want to watch Get Smart, <laughs> and so I eventually, I'm like, I'm literally like having a panic attack, and I'm turning on Get Smart, and it's a very bizarre feeling to be upset while the Steve Carell's making goofs, and Emily finally said, like, I, I know how you get when you watch a bad movie. And I'm like, so you admit it's a bad movie. Uh, and she goes, I know how you get when you watch a movie you don't like, so you, we don't have to watch it. And so then she eventually basically was like, just turn it off. And I said, okay. And that's when I turned on Palm Springs because I wanted a nice, loving romance movie to turn on. So we watched that. Then we watched Guns Akimbo because she loves Harry Potter and I love dumb action movies and then after that we ordered out arby's and like had a really nice pseudo dinner from arby's for lack of a better description of it and i i basically i saved the night for lack of a better term and that's what i did to help myself because it could have easily went down quickly um but this story does have a part two and you guys will get to hear that next week but i'm just I'm, I'm very tired, and I'm emotionally exhausted, so I'm going to finish editing this episode, and I will see you guys tomorrow, next week, whatever. I, oh man, it, it sucks that I don't remember this week, too, because, like, I can't bring the same lesson two weeks in a row. Last week, I learned, like, change things up, and this week, I changed things up, but I'm still... I'm still living with a pretty crappy memory, um, and that sucks. I, I don't like it. Like uh, That's why I'm kind of grateful for this show, is I do get to remember my weeks, but I, I guess if I had to come down to anything with this week, like communication is the main thing I learned to be important, because like, Saturday, yeah, me and Emily did have a, an alright night together, but it could have been so much better if we had actually talked even if there was something that upset us. And then there were days where I realized, like, oh, my good days are when I communicate with people and I talk to people and I come up with new ideas with people. And that's kind of what I've taken away from this week is just communicate. Just talk to people and you'll find some happiness there. Um, And I'm definitely making this up at the last minute, but it is something I think that's important. Um, I... Anyways, sorry, I'm in a. I, I am not in the headspace to be recording this, but I'm. I've already wait, wait, waited till the last moment. Um, so if remember to support the show on Patreon, Patreon.com/slash a load of BS. Get access to exclusive content. Pick up some me again merch at merch.aloadofpurebs.com and check out all the other podcasts at aloadofpurebs.com. But as always, send your questions, comments, and psychiatric concerns to me on Twitter at ScottyMo. That's spelled S-C-O-T-T-Y-E-M-O. And as always, don't forget to be awesome, and I won't forget to be me again.